kitties. Hope everything is going well in podcast land. Uh, yeah, I was gone for a little bit. Uh, part of it due to some technical difficulties and part of it due to the fact that I just didn't fucking want to. Uh, wanted to take a little bit of time to myself or whatever the fuck I wanted to do. And, you know, sometimes it is what it is, you know. I know I don't do this a lot. I only do this over the weekends. It used to be on a daily basis for those of you who have been listening for a hot fucking minute. But, yeah, this is what it is now. And we're going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, I want you all to listen to something. And uh, just bear with me for a minute or two. Now, I'm going to take some notes and we're going to talk about what this is. But uh, let's take a listen for a minute. We are living in a villain's world and they designed it perfectly. We eat the food they give us, vote for one of two people that they tell us to, and watch the movies that they show. They take our attention as soon as we reach age five and they never give it back. We go to school for eight hours a day learning what they want us to. They scold us until we obey and then they praise us when we do. They make us form a habit of waking up and spending our entire day in a building that we wouldn't choose so that when we get older, we are willing to do the same. Following orders becomes comfortable when we spend our childhood doing what we're told. So when we're older, we hesitate to stray outside the norm. They tell us that we should do anything we can to attend a university because if we don't, we will fail. They manipulate us into financial dependency at a young age so that we stay liable to the system. They've given us a currency that only has value because they say it does, and we receive it by working at a business that they own. Their millions become billions while the rest of us are forced to sacrifice our time for a minuscule fraction of what our work gains for them. They provide us housing but make it costly so that we struggle to accumulate enough wealth to escape their system. Our supermarkets are full of brands that they possess to the point that it is difficult to find ones that they don't. Our meals are either purchased from a store that they most likely own or created with ingredients from their brands. They tamper with the food they give us and pump them with toxic and addictive chemicals. They make the most harmful foods the cheapest and most convenient so that it becomes an offer that we can't refuse. Over time, we become addicted in many more ways than one and they bombard us with temptation on every billboard or commercial. When we get sick from excessive consumption of this insubstantial food, we are forced with almost no other option but to give up financial solidity for the sake of our health. We pay thousands to facilities that they own so that they can prescribe us more harmful chemicals that simply numb the symptoms. They revolve society around addictive foods that cause disease and expensive drugs that mask them so that we stay in a forever grasp of their system. We only ever consume content that they provide. Our news channels are operated by them to persuade us into two opposing perspectives so that we never share a same opinion. Why do you think it's free? They feed us shocking news headlines that provoke emotion and grab our attention away from what's really going on in the world. They've granted us with superficial idols that portray luxurious lifestyles so that we strive to be like them and associate money with happiness. They keep us focused on worldly problems that they've created to keep us zoomed in on our physical reality and detached from our creator. If we keep our attention on what's going on around us, we will never be present and see the truth of God within us. The villain who runs the world knows the truth of our potential, and it's in their best interest to keep us distracted and willing to submit to a system that thrives on fearful compliance. Imagine if every person on this planet believed that we were created for a reason. We would unlock an unbreakable faith within ourselves and reverse the pyramid of power in which society was built. We would see past the lie that we've been living and turn to each other for help rather than depending on our corrupt leaders. 
corrupt leaders who have accumulated a discreet monopoly that succeeds in circumventing the eyes of those who are unaware through the illusion of choice. The majority of us see the world as it is portrayed, diverse, coincidental, and plausible. To someone who lives day by day without taking a step back, the world kind of seems to make sense. Then we look behind the curtain and see that it really makes sense. Where there is one lie, there is many. Once we see one lie, we will find ourselves on an endless spiderweb of mass deception. The blindfold tied around us in childhood will loosen and light will be shed on our fabricated reality. Those in charge of us do not have our best interest in mind and never did. It has been a power trip from the start and we have gone along with it since the birth of society and will continue to until we see a reason for change and stop pointing fingers at each other. All right. Now let's talk about that. I mean, <clears throat> that that was a whole lot, man. That, that, that was a whole lot that she just gave out. And it, she called it a villain's world. I, honestly, uh, I, I call it Milgram's world that we're living in. I don't know if any of y'all ever heard of Milgram's experiment. Some of you may have if you've been, you know, somewhat educated or whatever or had an interest in any kind of uh, psychology and psychological effects on people and experiments run like that like the Stanford Project with the prison system I think it was the Stanford Project this is Milgram's experiment now let's see here Uh, Milgram's experiment, it was beginning in August 7th, 1961. Now, mind you, this is according to Wikipedia, for take it for what it is. A series of social psychology experiments were conducted by Yale University psychologist Stanley Milgram, who intended to measure the willingness of the study participants to obey an authority figure who instructed them to perform acts conflicting with their personal conscience. Participants were led to believe that they were assisting an unrelated experiment in which they had to administer electric shocks to a learner. These fact, uh, I'm sorry, these fake electric shocks gradually increased to levels that would have been fatal had they been real. The experiment found unexpectedly that a very high portion of subjects would fully obey instructions, with every participant going up to 300 volts and 65 percent. Uh, going up to the full 450 volts. Mil- uh, Milgram first described his research in a 1963 article in the Journal of Abnormal and Social Psychology and later discussed his findings in the greater depths in the 1974 book Obedience to Authority in Experimental View. Now, these people, I mean... They were going down to the excuse. Now, the guy on the other side wasn't actually getting hurt. He was an actor, okay? But these people were still following fucking orders. And that's all they said they were doing. They were following orders, right? This experiment also looks at uh, a lot of the soldiers that were for the uh, the German, uh, you know, Nazis and stuff like that during World War II. You know, how guilty are they of the crimes that they committed against humanity? They were just following orders. We've created a lot of people like that in in this fucking world that we're living in right now. I mean, we look to the government and we look to a lot of people in the government as authority figures because of the fact we elected them to be in that position, to be authority figures over us, to help make decisions for us. That's why we're a constitutional republic. These people are supposed to be representatives for us. 
And at the same time, we look at them as authority figures that we placed into that fucking position because we're allowing them to make these important decisions for us because we believe them to be more learned, more educated, uh, and more capable of making these decisions that are beyond our comprehension. I mean, in all honesty, when you get down to it, that's that's what it really is. That we don't understand these laws that are going to be put into place and how to understand to write uh, these laws. We've already given up uh, our right to even run for political office in a sense. There's a lot of people that don't even think they have a right to run for political office. Political office used to be a fucking... it used to kind of be a rite of passage in a sense. A lot of people took their turns, especially in smaller towns, you know, with your local mayors and everybody had a turn to run for office and everybody had a turn, you know, it's not supposed to be a career path. It's not supposed to be something that you do as a fucking lifetime. You're not supposed to retire from political office. You're supposed to retire from your fucking job. But, but let's, let's talk about this villain's world. One of the first things she talks about is, is, you know, we eat the food that they provide for us. Uh, and, and then she went on to talk about it even more, talking about with the FDA and what's approved for us to eat and how we're going to get a ca- addicted to these chemicals. And, and that, that's a fact, man. In a sense, a lot of people don't even think about it. We just shove it down our faces because of the fact that we need nutrients. We need substance. We need something to keep us going, to keep us fucking living. And at the same time, we're just shoving all of this shit down our fucking throats. I mean, if you look at the ingredients on a fucking American package of potato chips, and you look at the ingredients on a German package of fucking potato chips, right? They're both fucking tyrannical fucking governments in the sense of what we're doing right now. They're both fucking working together with the UN to create the one world government that everybody fucking already knows, but nobody really wants to fucking talk about. But still, look at the fucking ingredients, man. The German people are not killing their fucking people like that. The ingredients are more wholesome. They're more fucking real. Why is it you can eat a shit ton of fucking pasta whenever you're in Italy because you're allergic to gluten? You can't eat it in fucking America, right? Why is it when you eat pasta here in America, you feel bloated and you feel tired and you feel lazy even if you can fucking eat it? But over there in Italy, man, you're fine. You're ready. You're getting up. You're going because they use real fucking food, man. They're not using these chemical substitutes. They're not using these enriched fucking grains. They're not dicking with the shit that we're supposed to be putting in our fucking body to keep us healthy. And the thing is, we're we're going with the Food and Drug Administration. We're going with the FDA. This fucking federal administration right here that's uh, trying to be able to uh, approve everything that we're going to be putting into our body, whether it's going to be safe for us to consume. But these motherfuckers don't give a shit if it's safe for us to consume. I mean, look how much shit that we're putting in our body that they said it's okay. They said it's okay to have a certain amount of rat feces in your fucking food. That's uh, acceptable. It's okay to have a certain amount of fucking plastic in your meat. That's actually acceptable. It's okay to have a certain percentage of your fucking protein in meat not actually be meat. And they want you to put this shit under your fucking body. Jesus Christ, we got to get rid of the plastic to save the fucking turtles, but it's okay to feed it to us? Are you fucking serious? 
I mean, Jesus Christ, man. How much lower on the fucking platform for importance to your fucking people do you have to fucking be? So, I mean, they're putting shit in their fucking food. They're putting shit in their fucking water. They're gaslighting us on a regular basis trying to say that it's fucking good for us, right? I mean, honestly, how good is fucking fluoride for you? Right. We all have fucking teeth problems. Why is it everybody fucking goes to the dentist and gets a shit ton of stuff for their fucking teeth? You know, why do we constantly have to keep going to the fucking dentist? And you just, I, I get for your regular checkups, man, but this fucking shit that they're putting in our water is rotting our fucking teeth away. And of course, it doesn't make it any better with all the sodas that we drink. And I can't say shit, man. I'm addicted to fucking sodas. I, I, I'm an addict. I don't know if it's the carbonation. I don't know if it's the fucking high fructose corn syrup that I'm fucking addicted to. I I honestly don't know. But I'm a junkie when it comes to fucking sodas. It's bad. I'll drink more sodas than I'll ever fucking drink water. I don't know. It's just something about the water, man. Sometimes water really tastes good and everything else. And my personal preference when it comes to water is Evian, honestly. But that shit's so fucking expensive. I don't know. Either way, our food is shit. The only time you're ever going to get anything real is if you grow it yourself or if you fucking cut it yourself, man, honestly. I, I don't know if there's any chemicals or anything in the large amounts of, uh, of beef that's been butchered and being sold or whatever. But there, there's no fucking telling what they're feeding the animals. Shit, they might be feeding the animals themselves. Who fucking knows, man? And she went on to talk about, you know, how we watch the movies and we watch the TVs that they provide for us and everything. And, and she she later elaborated on that a little bit, talking about what the news and what the news is telling us and so forth. And I'll, you know, at one point in time, I believe that it really wasn't that big of a deal that there wasn't that much uh, propaganda and pushed information into the movies and the TVs that we watch. But honestly, I mean, let's, let's go back and let's look at the entertainment and the news industry. Anything before 2012 and anything after 2012. Let's negate the year 2012. That was the transitional period. That's when things started fucking happening because that's whenever Obama uh, signed the amendment to the smith Munt Act to allow for propaganda to be given in the United States. I mean, that shit used to be fucking illegal, man. The government actually kind of fucking looked out for you and said, don't fucking feed bullshit to our people. But Obama said, it's okay. It's good. We can use this to properly shape the people and keep them away from misinformation. What kind of word is misinformation? It's a not right fucking lie, man. It's a fabrication. Misinformation, disinformation. See, they're making up fucking words because a misinformation is partial truth, but disinformation is complete no truth. And then what, whatever the fuck, man. You're misguiding somebody. You're fucking misusing the English fucking language is what you're fucking doing. But they feed us a whole bunch of bullshit all over the fucking TV. It's gotten to the point to where we don't even believe what the news organizations are saying anymore. That's just a whole bunch of fucking horse pucky. Uh, 
it doesn't make a shit uh, what's happening. And because, I mean, you're going to get a lot of the truth when it comes to the local and some of the things, but whenever it comes to the government and it comes to advice and it comes from any federal officials or any major investigations that are going on, you're only going to learn what they want you to learn and everything that they don't want you to learn, they're going to misguide you and mislead you. Well, I mean, just look at it. Why was it politicians were never really trusted until all of a sudden Trump wanted to run for president? In 2015, Trump became the most hated person in politics. Because he's not part of the fucking system. Because he's been in their game and he knows how it works, but he's not part of the system. And the worst part of it is he has access to all of their fucking secrets. So, yeah, they're going to start changing everything. And then the movies, man, the movies have started turning to shit. Now, you're still going to find some good shows and some good movies out there. You know what? I, I've gotten to where I really like the show Reacher. It's got nothing to do with propaganda. It's got nothing to do with woke ideology. It's got nothing to do with DEI. <laughs> I try to stay away from all of this shit because the thing is that it's just a bunch of fucking shit, man. It's it's all they ever do is want to fucking play on your emotions and twist the words and twist the truth to benefit themselves. It's really it's all it ever fucking is. And it just drives me absolutely apeshit. And just. They ruined my fucking comic books, man. They ruined my comic books. Now, you know, you know, when it comes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I absolutely love the MCU. Whenever it first fucking came out and everything, mind you, again, it started before 2012, so that's probably why it was so pretty good. And then you had the Russo brothers who got their hands involved in the fucking MCU. And what is it? The Russo brothers, and I'm still going to call them the Russo brothers. I don't give a shit if they're the sisters or not. They were the Russo brothers. No, wait, no, no, no. I'm thinking of the different brothers. I'm thinking of the major brothers that became sisters. Never mind. Russo brothers are so brothers, I think. I think. I don't fucking know anymore, man. Everybody's fucking changing their shit, man. It's no longer fucking science anymore. It's a magic the gathering orgy. Either way. <laughs> they got involved in, into the MCU and they were fucking brilliant with it, man. Because the thing is, they are fans of the comic books. Now, did they tell the story comic book accurate? Absolutely not. Did they keep it relatively close to the subject matter? Yes. They utilized different characters in different ways and kept it close to the subject matter in a sense to where we were still, we were reliving and rehashing our great memories from the comic books through a new set of eyes being as it was told in a different manner and in a different medium. That was fucking brilliant. For you ASMR persons, that was fucking brilliant. I mean, it was amazing. That's why it made the money that it did. That's why... It blew up and made a billion dollars worldwide. Because 
you play to the fans. Don't play for the fans. You play to the fans, right? The reason why those comic books translated into movies so well is because the comic books already had a good story. So they kept familiar bases with the story. They didn't try to repurpose it. They didn't try to altercate it to benefit their new ideology or agenda or purpose in life. Right? They didn't diminish things that were important to the story, no matter how harsh, tragic, or offensive it may be. I mean, look at what fucking Netflix is doing to Avatar The Last Airbender. You know what? There was a lot of excitement, a lot of excitement going on whenever they were talking about Avatar The Last Airbender coming live action to Netflix, right? Because the thing is, it, it, and, and why they feel the need to do it live action, I don't know, but I guess it, we're going to rewatch it. And it was kind of exciting. You know, we wanted to refill that story again, in a sense, through actual people. Maybe we can build a stronger emotional connection seeing actual people up there on the screen instead of animated kids. I mean, the story was still strong. It was moving and it was good. But maybe we can see it differently through a new set of eyes, you know, being that it's live action, which, you know, all right, it's nice. We'll do that. <laughs> then they talked about the original creators and original writers of Avatar The Last Airbender that got involved in the making of this and we were even more hyped up and then more and more news started coming out to where we started getting scared you know creators I think the original creators walked away from it I think that it's actually swapped out multiple fucking directors for it and now we're getting information that they're changing the characteristics of specific characters, right? Sokka, for instance, is not going to be a sexist pig and sexist degenerate asshole anymore because it's going to offend too many people. It's not the what they're looking for in uh, modern day hit, uh, modern day storytelling. You know, it's it's too vulgar for them. Oh my god, why am my pussy hurts? Either way. Sokka's sexism was an important part of that fucking story because of the fact that it was his sexist attitude that he had to learn was wrong to actually further progress in life of where he was at whenever he started training under Suki and their fucking guards and stuff like that and learning that one of the avatars was a woman and they have an all-woman army in this village dedicated because of the avatar that was in that village and this is where Sokka learned he had his ass kicked by these fucking warriors and he wanted to learn from them. So he had to humble himself, not degrade, not diminish, right? Not grovel. He had to humble himself. There's a difference, people. When you humble yourself, you admit your faults and you open yourself to new opportunities, new availabilities. When you diminish and you degrade yourself, you're doing nothing but self-destruction and that's not necessary. We've got to stop this fucking, you know, 
this path of fucking self-destruction and self-taught destruction too. It's just, oh, oh, we're so fucking, oh man. Either way, we used to have good fucking stories. And there's some, some good stories that are out there, but a lot of it's gone to shit, man. Now the conspiracy theorists are going to tell you that some of the movies that they're putting out is actually revealing information because according to their uh, knowledge of the occult or whatever and Illuminati, they have to tell you what's going on and what's going to happen before they actually do it. And they're using the um, entertainment industry as a ways of doing this. So maybe it's true, maybe it's not, you know. Look at that one fucking movie on Netflix, End of the World or something like that. I don't fucking know. The one with the fucking, uh, the, all the internet and electricity goes out and Obama's helped fucking produce this movie or something. I don't fucking know. But there's that one. I think there's some other alien ones out there and some other shit. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of a fucking coincidence, man. I know before... Before the COVID-19 hit, right, right when it was getting exposed or whatever, I was watching this show on Amazon Prime and uh, what the fuck was it called? Uh, fuck, dude. I forget. I forget right offhand. Was an upload. That was a good show, though. That was a fun show. That's a that's a weird fucking show. We're getting close to that kind of shit too. Uploading your fucking conscience to a fucking server. That one's just it, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, but this one was about. It was like a secret code was written in a comic book in a special comic book that you know that only came out for so many issues and all of a sudden a new issue came out and started revealing truth and there's special codes and hidden truths in this comic book and these people started following these codes and it led them to uh, a certain source to where uh, they discovered because there was this virus that was coming out and attacking everybody and they believed that this code, the code that was talking in the comic books that was hidden in the comic books was talking about this virus and the vaccine for this virus, but they couldn't understand it exactly. And whenever the virus uh, came out and started hurting and killing people, they were trying to hunt down information and dig deeper in these group of people that believed in the code of this comic book. And they ended up kidnapping the guy who created the vaccine for the virus and they got him to confess that the vaccine was not created for the virus, but the virus was created for the vaccine. They wanted to vaccinate the entire population of the world and start um, um, I, I forget the proper fucking word. It escapes me, mind you. I, I just smoked out a little while ago. But they want to uh, defertilize the people. There you go. They want to make everybody infertile. Right? They, they want to stop the population from increasing because the world is getting too fucking stupid and only the elites are the ones that are not taking the vaccine or they're taking a placebo because those are the ones that deserve to 
repopulate the world and they need to lower the fucking population of the world to 500 million or something like that. This is what they put out in a fucking TV show, man. And then all of a sudden, right after that, I get through watching that we got COVID that fucking happens. Call it a fucking quinkadink if you want, man. But that shit's kind of wild. You know what I'm saying? And then um, she she talked about she talked about we go to their schools, we we go to their colleges, and they want us to go to college and all of that stuff. And man, that's just turning us into fucking workers, man. Whenever you turn us into the fucking workers, I mean, look at the education system, the way that it's going now. They're indoctrinating their kids in a sense because they want to put this fucking political ideology in there. They want to take away your moralities and you want to make the fucking victims the heroes and the heroes the fucking victims. Or I'm I'm sorry, the victims the heroes and the heroes the aggressors. That's what they want. People that believe they're being victimized are now all of a sudden the heroes. And then the heroes are being fucking uh, criminalized in a sense, you know. Because look in California, man. The state of California right now, uh, there was a security officer who tried to stop somebody from breaking into a car. The guy that was trying to break into the car shot the security officer two times. The security officer wrestled the gun away from him, shot the man in self-defense. And now the security officer is being charged with attempted murder. He wasn't doing nothing but his fucking job and trying to save his own life, man. But now he's going to look at attempted fucking murder for killing somebody who was trying to break into a car and shot him first. And so we're trying to take this ideology and we're trying to put that into the fucking kids nowadays that are going through the school and we're trying to confuse everybody. Having a winky doesn't make you a man anymore. Having a vajayjay doesn't make you a fucking woman anymore. Nothing fucking makes you what you are until you want to know what you are. And it's okay for you to go ahead and change your sex and everything else whenever you're a fucking kid and you're discovering the world and you're discovering yourself and you don't even know how everything fucking works. But you're fine to go ahead and make a major fucking decision like that because, you know, you're smart enough and you're strong enough for that. But whenever you go to lead a regret it in life, well, you know what? It's not our fault that we told you you could make that fucking decision because you did it on your own, man. I got no way to help you. I mean, it's kind of fucked up when you think about it, man. John D. Rockefeller, uh, he was the one that helped put the education system together. If you go back and do your research. He said, I want, an edu- I want uh, a world full of workers. I don't want a world full of thinkers. Now, a lot of these fucking schools will try to push and say that they're trying to get you into the world of thinking and you know broader minds and all this other stuff. But then that's when... Yeah, they start throwing their other shit at you. And, and with the inflation and everything else, the way that it's going, because it's, it, it almost feels like they're, they're just slowly bringing in slavery with extra steps. You know what I'm saying? Because we're a slave to the grind. We, we, we have to go out. We have to earn the money that we need to fucking survive and we need to live, Right. And then, so we go up, we get up, we go to work. We, we were doing regular eight-hour jobs, but now a lot of us, instead of doing 40 hours a week, we're doing closer to 50, 60, 72 hours a week. 
and it's getting really fucking crazy the amount of time that we're putting into work and getting all this overtime. But now that you've made all this overtime, that puts you in a higher tax bracket, which means you have to pay more money to the fucking government, which is really fucking insane on that one, right? And then the cost of living is going up, so everything is getting more fucking expensive. It's more costly to fucking eat. It's more costly to live, and it's more costly to enjoy yourself. And the thing is, a lot of you that live check to check, you all know you do things to enjoy yourself. Could you afford that PlayStation 5? Could you have spent that five $600 somewhere else to better, you know, maybe pay off a credit card or something? Absolutely, you could have. Did you do that? Absolutely not. Because even though we're struggling, we've gotten to the point in our life that we're so used to fucking struggling that we're going to allow ourselves to struggle even fucking longer just for a taste of that little bit of a joy that we're going to find, whether it's going to be that PS5 or that bag of weed. They've got us hooked in the system, man. This is what we do day in and day out. Feed the government money after money after money, whether it's going to be from our income tax returns, whether it's going to be from a tax on our regular fucking job, the taxes of what we pay for when we buy our fucking vehicles, if you can afford a vehicle payment right now, buy our fucking house, buy our fucking land, buy our fucking food. And everything that's proper and good for you is going to be way more fucking expensive because of the fact that if you can't afford it, you honestly shouldn't afford to live. I mean, let, let's be real about it. I mean, you're a piece of shit, Tubble Art. Anyways, all you do is eat KFC and smoke cigarettes. I mean, what benefit to the world are you? I mean, all you do is just make paint for a living. And fuck, we can get a robot to do that. Right? I mean, that's how they look at it, right? We build up our debt. We are slave to the fucking grind. And as we're getting sick from living off of this fucking cheap food and destroying our fucking bodies from all this work and no real fucking enjoyment, no real relaxation, then we're just fucking getting torn down. And we rely on Big Pharma to give us the fucking drugs to keep fucking going. And you know Big Pharma is not really going to cure anything. If they had a fucking cure, they would have fucking given it to us. They would have talked about it. Or would they? No. No, they wouldn't. Why? Because it's more profitable to keep you fucking sick and barely alive and struggling on and needing this shit to fucking survive than it is to actually cure you of the problem and let you go away. I think it's funny as shit that they call it the Hippocratic Oath because they're a bunch of fucking hypocrites. It's just, it's crazy to me. I'm not going to go too big into the big farm and everything else because, I mean, a lot of you already fucking know. And if you don't know, you're, uh, you're still eating dirt. If you don't realize it, you're just shoving dirt in your fucking mouth, man. Might as well. It's the same fucking nutritional value as what you're getting from them. It's just shit. Now, whether you're religious or not, I, I honestly don't give two shits. I mean, I have my beliefs in my religion. But I think we're putting too much emphasis and power into everybody that that's fucking rock stars, movie stars, pop stars, 
Okay, so they got talent. Okay, so they're able to do things. Now, I'll give you credit. I, I will. I will always give credit to those that are talented because of the hard work and dedication everybody has. But the thing is, it's like the difference between college football and professional football. The college guys are trying to get there. So they're playing harder than some of the ones that have already gotten there and got the big ego, right? And so, you know, for actors, singers, rappers, writers, people that are working their way in the industry, I've got a lot of fucking, you know, admiration for y'all and the work that y'all put into it and everything else because I mean I do some of this shit but at the same time I'm a lazy fuck and I don't put forth the effort and the dedication that y'all do into your craft I've got my own fucking reasons and misguided fucking purposes for this but uh, other than that I mean this one it boils down to it that's what it is I don't put in the same effort y'all do and I give y'all so much fucking credit for doing that but once you reach that stardom once you reach that, reach that popularity, I don't give two shits who the fuck you are. If you're fucking doing wrong, you're still doing wrong, man. Just because you famous don't mean squat. And that don't mean that your voice carries more fucking weight with it just because you famous. I give two bucks. I'm not going to sit here and listen to your fucking bullshit. You ain't got to be flinging that shit at me. I don't work on a farm and I'm not wearing fucking overall. So you can take the bullshit and throw it somewhere else, fucker. Now, just because you're a fucking piece of shit doesn't mean I'm going to stop watching your shit. Because, you know, if I'm entertained by it, I'm entertained by it. I'm sorry. That's all there is to it. Tom Cruise is an arrogant fucking prick. I mean, he's a nice guy. He does the nice guy role on the movie sets to other actors because they're welcome into his world in a sense, right? But as far as anybody else below that, well, you're just a fucking peon. You're not worth the fucking time and the effort unless you're involved in benefiting him in some form or fashion. So he's an arrogant piece of shit. At the same time, I give him loads of credit for the fucking stunts that he pulls off in that Mission Impossible doing that shit himself as an old fucking man. That adrenochrome works wonders, man. I'm telling you. Place that with the fucking whatever Scientology's got going for him. I don't even know. Probably sacrificing young fucking virgins or something for him or something. I don't even know. They some crazy people too. I don't give a shit. They can come after me. I think they got them with squirrel busters or something. I don't fucking know. There's a lot of weird documentaries about them too. But yeah. We get lost in all this fucking propaganda, man. We get lost in our own fucking world that we're living in to where we have to take care of every little bitty thing for ourselves and we're just drowning in our own fucking sorrows half of the time. You've got some people, especially those hardcore Biden supporters. Uh, I, The best way I can describe a hardcore Biden supporter is kind of like, you know, Hardcore Biden supporters with truth and reality, they're kind of like blind people wiping their ass. They'll never see it. They have to feel it. And until they feel the pain of the fucking, truly feel it, 
from this administration and seeing what the fuck is going on. They'll never wake up to it. And it's really sad that we're getting to the point to where we're not voting for people in an election. We're voting against someone. That's sacrificial, man. I'm willing to sacrifice and accept this horrible thing because I believe what the media has told me about this other person and because this other person is just so hateful and offensive and I believe that he's going to do everything this current administration is doing then I'm going to vote against this person yes that makes perfect fucking sense perfect sense Again, I did say this is going to be a crazy fucking year. So what do we do? We got to keep looking beyond. Read between the lines of what you see on the news. If you don't like the fucking things that some companies are doing, stop giving them the money to do it. It's just that simple. And for fuck's sake, if nothing else... Make your voice heard in some form or fashion. Do a TikTok. Start a podcast. Get the voice out. Do something. Speak up, speak out. But don't ever look down. Humble yourself. Don't diminish yourself. Keep your eyes up and open. And always look beyond, kitties. Because no matter how dark it is right now, I promise you, there's light up ahead. Till next time.